Well, Colin, John, Nancy, I'm sure you're wondering why I asked you to come to this uh, street corner late at night in the factory district with me. The thing is, I've decided to go vigilante, and I want you to help me. Did anyone bring a mask or anything? Uh, I mean, you told me to bring a mask, so yeah, I brought a mask. Cool, cool. it's, It's not that cool. You did not tell me to bring a mask. Did ah? Oh, I'm sorry. I, well, I brought, I brought the the scream guy mask. Is that very good? Are we trying to scare people? Well, uh, it's a good starter, I think, to get things. Oh, oh, whoa! Look out for that truck full of nuclear waste. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! We're transforming into the animals we were last interacting with. Feels pretty good. I'm turning into the bird that pooped on my car! I'm turning into the raccoon that I ran over. I'm, I'm like, bleeding all over. This isn't good. I turned into my cat. He's a cat. I'm a really confident squirrel. Like the nut job. It sounds like you should be our leader. No. I do my own thing. <laughs> this is, uh, we're the worst improvisers. <laughs> Welcome to Pitching Tents with Sean Lemmy. Sean Otney. Colin Westman. And Matt Kirstens. I mean, it's just such a stale premise. It's hard to do anything new and refreshing with it. Fucking Uh-oh. superhero bullshit. Fucking nerds. Seriously. Uh, Is this because we did fucking nerd? We did nerds la- on our last video. <laughs> now we're doing like, people who beat up nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, superheroes beat up nerds. <laughs> What's one supervillain that's not a nerd? I bet they're a bunch. Right? Yeah, they wanted uh, a superhero movie that's not a nerd. How about uh, Killer Croc? What movie is he a villain in? Isn't he a villain in the new Suicide Squad? He's a hero, Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is he really? I mean, they're like anti-heroes. Remember that part where Will Smith's like, Tom to save the world. And I'm just like rolling my eyes. <laughs> Doesn't he also go, what, we're like some sort of Suicide Squad? He does. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's like if the X-Men's like, so we're some kind of X-Men? <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. So, uh, Ant-Man came out, and Fantastic Four is just around the corner. Uh, so, it's time for us to finally do Pitching Tent Superheroes, the most anticipated episode. Of all pitching tents. I'm sure everyone's going to bring their A-game to this very special episode. And if not, well, it's not like we have much to lose. So, superhero pitches, who wants to go first? Uh, It's probably me or Colin, right? (laughs) Probably. I'm assuming the other two don't even have... 
a pitch yet. What are you talking about? I, I don't know. I don't know what would give me that notion. Um, all right. I'll start with mine. Um, I feel like mine would be more about the villain. And Is it some kind of villain movie? I'm sure, it is. It is a movie. Sounds like some kind of movie. <laughs> These will all be some kind of movie. I don't know. That's a different podcast. What you're inferring? That's bringing a Suicide Squad. Too. I know. I got it. I was I, enjoying it. I didn't. I, is there a trailer for Suicide Squad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't seen. It. What was great about the Suicide Squad trailer is that it got leaked from Comic Con. And then DC put out a notice. It was like, look, okay, here's the trailer in HD, but we want you all to know we're very disappointed in you. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, it would be about this villain called the Human Wrinkle. And I figured he would be played by veteran character actor Scott Glenn because he possesses lots of wrinkles on his face. And um, I figured basically his power is he can just like suck people's youth out of them. And thus, when he does this, he becomes less wrinkly and more youthful, I guess. Um, And I guess his nemesis... (laughs) Our hero. I guess, but I feel like I want to play around with the idea of whether like this actually is a hero... Um, and I figure this guy would get like his youth sucked out of him and in his younger years or his younger scenes he would be played by Clint Eastwood's son Scott Eastwood but once the human wrinkle sucks out all his energy he, he becomes Clint Eastwood and he's like, like <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucked and I don't know what kind of hero he would be. I was kind of thinking, like, maybe he could be, like, <laughs> maybe sort of like the Punisher in that, like, like he is a superhero, but he's, like, he fucking kills people. <laughs> and, like, maybe without, you know, his good looks and youth, people start realizing that he's actually, like, not that great. So it's kind of a play on the idea that I don't know. We we value <laughs> looks and sort of youth over I don't know who who the man really is down deep inside. Huh. Very insightful. So why do we follow the wrinkle guy <laughs> if he's a bad guy? Well, I feel like he's 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 like misunderstood. Right. I, I'm not exactly sure what makes him sympathetic. There would have to be something. He's like super attractive. Well, yeah, who's well, he when he's young? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> or was he ever young? I guess he gets young, right? Because he absorbs I guess, well, that he Eastwood jo- juju. He doesn't necessarily have to get young. Maybe he just sucks up people's youth for the hell of it. But then that makes him kind of 
seems like just a straight up bad guy. Or what if in the beginning of the movie he's in prosthetic wrinkles on top of his own? He's just so. Or maybe he's got like super Benjamin Button disease. So he's like five years old. I don't know. (laughs) Scratch that. Um. Did he never get to experience his childhood like Michael Jackson? Doesn't make any sense, though. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't, maybe. What if he was like? I guess it could be like a Benjamin thing. Like he was he's just born he's old, born super old. But it's it's not Benjamin Button because he never gets younger. Yeah. He's just straight up old. Whole life, he's had to be old. Mm-hmm. He's always had pains and stuff. He's never got to do anything fun. So he's had that arthritis. <laughs> oh yeah, terrible. Yeah, he's learning to tie his shoes. Oh man, that's rough. Yeah, I feel bad for this guy. I think that's enough. Like, that's enough to explain why he's a villain, and then we might sympathize with him just because, like you were talking about, like this hero isn't a good dude, but everyone treats him like he is just because he's so handsome mm-hmm. and he's killing the right people okay it's two good characters so does it like begin with him turning him into Clint Eastwood is that like pretty early on yeah I think it would be that <laughs> it would be early on because you know Clint Eastwood's a lot more fun to watch than Scott Eastwood, I assume. I don't think I've ever actually seen Scott Eastwood in anything. He's in, like, a Nicholas Sparks thing. Yeah. I think it's the only thing he's started. I think I think he's been in some of Clint Eastwood's movies, but, like, he's kind of in the background. Letting the real men work. So, you know, it'd be interesting if when he turns Scott Eastwood all old... If then he be- kind of becomes the villain, like doing bad shit because he's pissed off. <laughs> you know, like the wrinkle is spending all his time. Like he's still old, but he's got energy now, so he can go like swing dancing and stuff. Because <laughs> it sucks because the band drags, but it's still a good time. <laughs> and like, uh, <laughs> you know, he can do all the stuff he wants. He can go extreme skateboarding, you like turn into Capri Sun, and just all the things he always wanted to do. So I'm guessing, are we going with the fact that? Well, does he change appearance when he sucks up Scott Eastwood's youth? Or does he just, like, get his energy so he can... He can get... It's like Cocoon. He gets his energy. Okay, but he's still... This is like Cocoon for the modern age. With superheroes. Yeah. So you can picture this. It's like Cocoon meets Megamind. How's it like Megamind? (laughs) Because that's where you follow the bad guy and the good guy's actually kind of like a dick, right? Okay, yeah. I haven't seen it. I think that's what it's about. Well, I didn't even remember it, barely. <laughs> mega, mega mind. Yeah. Is Nancy here? So in Mega Mind, what <laughs> happens not. is that... <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Will Ferrell is Mega Mind, and mm-hmm. it's Brad Pitt is the superhero, right? Yeah, I remember... It but is. then there's like another superhero that's like a dick, like Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, but I th- I don't think he ever is a superhero. I think he just like gets superpowers, but is just a villain the whole time. But because Brad Pitt's like I'm, I'm retiring, it's up to Megamind to save the day. 
Mega Mega Man. And he falls in love with Tina Fey. That's right. I just remember that was where I noticed that Brad Pitt and George Clooney kind of have the same voice. Because the superhero guy in that movie looks a lot like George Clooney. But he's not voiced by him. But you could have fooled me. Uh, so, yeah. What should evil Clint Eastwood start doing? First of all, what's his, his character's name? We have The Wrinkle. What should his name be? I just It just helped me. Like Captain Youthful or something? Maybe. The young... Uh, I just feel like he should be a guy who shoots people. Oh, he's just a guy... Uh, yeah, you guys Like a super cop or something. Uh, can't be the can't be anything too close to the Terminator. Like can't be the execution. <laughs> that's way too evil. Uh, Kill Dozer. Corporal punishment. <laughs> Corporal punishment. <laughs> so he's like a scene. military guy. Yeah. That's good. That's Corporal good. punishment. Because yeah. like you it's can't, all about supporting the troops. You can't root against a. Member of the U.S. Army, though who knows if he really put in his time. Okay, so then he's pissed, and what does he start doing? So he used to be youthful. Now he's old. Uh, he could just be like a like a real menace, like how old people like can't drive and stuff. <laughs> like how old people are menaces to society. <laughs> Maybe he, like he starts he starts like an old people army. Because they're tired of being second class. Oh, I love the arc of like, first he can't drive, so he's like making his hot young girlfriend drive him around, but then she's like, I hate you now, corporal punishment. <laughs> she like puts him in a home, but then he like militarizes the home. Yeah. That is pretty sweet. Army of old people. So, but why would the wrinkle want to stop the old people then? Um. Well, I've, the old people should like, like take the president hostage, right? Go big or go home. Yeah. And maybe the, the wrinkle, like, uh, he either he wants to. Uh, there's got to be some reason he wants to save people, though. Like, um, why would he want this everything to be okay? Because he was a he was a bad guy. It's got to be something personal. Like an old person killed someone he close to him or something. I don't know. So it's just revenge again. It's not even. Revenge. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be revenge. Maybe like he's related to the president. Yeah. <laughs> he's what? He's just related, related to the president. Like way too much of a coincidence. <laughs> Must be like knew it from the start. Well, it's like it's, it's set in Washington D.C. Oh, okay, so yeah. There's always Where everyone a related to the president stays. <laughs> um, should the president be like his brother, like his son, his father? He's getting he's getting pretty weird. Pretty or weird like his his oh here we go his uh, ex girlfriend is the president. But she's like, I can't ever see a life with you because you're all old. The... <laughs> how much younger is she? I'm not really sure how old he is. 
I'm not sure if he's like got like accelerated like because he's always been old, right? Yeah. So eventually, be like thirty. Thirty-five, right? It's got to be thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's like thirty-five. <laughs> I guess that could work. It's just one idea. What about you, Nancy? What about? Me? Just checking to see if you're even there. Yeah, I'm there. You were there last time I checked. <laughs> I was I I had muted my microphone because it got a little loud. Oh, so you didn't hear me making fun of the jazz band. I just don't really like get any of this. He's old. What's not to get? He was a guy who had a bunch of wrinkles, and he's like really sad about it. So he steals the youth from a superhero and turns him into an old guy. And then the main old guy is now, like, youthful and can do all the things he's always wanted to do. But now the old <laughs> former superhero is, like, really bitter. Um, and then he starts sympathizing with other old people and starts an old people army. And they take over the White House. <laughs> you know, it's a White House down situation now. <laughs> and we're considering the idea that the president is the, uh, the wrinkle guy, the main guy. Uh, it's, like, his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I just don't get. I feel like there's four wrinkle guys. There's, uh, I, I, well, it's hard. There's the, the wrinkle is the main character. He's like an ex-villain, but now the hero. And then there's the uh, corporal punishment. Oh, is the guy okay. who used to be young and is now old. Get the youth sucked out of him by the wrinkle. Yeah. Now he's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> and they take over the White House. And I imagine they're gonna like make it a bunch of old people lives, right? They're going to Damn kidnap the, the president. You have to be you have to be sixty five years old to vote. <laughs> Executive order. Yeah. Is that the name of the movie? It's kind of a weird name. <laughs> it's really it sound like a good movie. The title of the subtitle. movie ties into the third act final plot point, but nothing else to do with the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to imagine these laws, like for some reason, go into action very quickly, <laughs> so you get to see like the effect that. Well, they like have to be executive orders, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're under 65 and like on the streets, like in the daytime, you get shot or something. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a curfew or something. Or I guess it'd be at night then. So like. Corporal punishment is just out there like sniping people after dark because <laughs> they're not supposed to be out. Are they getting shot by other old people? I mean, <laughs> corporal punishment's doing most of the work. Like the it's just trying, him, right? like yeah. driving around in one of those. I don't know those ice cream trucks. Yes, ice cream trucks. <laughs> so we already did that. One. I meant just the, the the jeeps that have like the mounted turret on the back, but it's a sniper rifle. <laughs> just wants to make it more personal, I guess. Um, so does Corporal Punishment want his youth back? Is that an option? Is that on the table? Maybe. Unless it gets to a point where he's like, I don't want it back. I've got all this respect. It's something I never had. There could be like a part in the middle, or like early on when he first becomes an old person, like he tries to go to like he has like the scientist buddy, but he, like thinks he's crazy. He's like, "Oh, you're just a crazy old man, do 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 do." I'm not gonna listen to you. So then he gets pissed off. 
So like he tries maybe to get it cured at first, but then he feels like it's hopeless. And then he just like, well, I'm just gonna be an old person and kill all the young people. No one can have youth if I can't. Logical next step. Yeah. Kill all the young young people. Make fun of their music. So I assume at the end of the movie, Scott Glenn and Clint would just grimace at each other until one of them falls down dead. I like that. <laughs> Staring. <laughs> How? What happens though? Like, do they like die? Do they just die? One of them dies. Does they like he age really fast, like in Indiana Jones three? Yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> More of that. Poorly. More practical. I just, I just thought, is that like tied into their superpowers? Uh, well, you could have like Scott Glenn. He he did have the power to steal people's youth. Maybe he's like grimacing so hard that like he uses his power again, and he's stealing what little youth Clint Eastwood have, but he doesn't like have that much. So it basically turns him into a Skeletor. <laughs> okay. And by, by Skeletor, do you mean a dead skeleton, or do you mean he turns into a skeleton and fights him? <laughs> that's, that's really that's really for the audience. To <laughs> what does that mean? Either you show it, it or means you they don't. shoot two different endings. <laughs> What do you want to see? The the skeleton that does nothing, or the skeleton that like fights him with a sword? <laughs> What's the audience gonna choose? I don't know. Well, the one when the skeleton like dies, then he like makes love to the president, so people can see that. Scene. <laughs> She's like Kate Winslet, so people want to see that. Yeah, people want. <laughs> want to see Scott Glenn make love to Kate Winslet. <laughs> Who wants to on see top this? of the American flag. On top of the American flag. And play an Aerosmith's playing. Mm-hmm. What kind of Aerosmith? That's a good question. What, what's the best Aerosmith song to end a movie with? Don't want to close my eyes. Yeah, it's already been done, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Dude looks like a lady. I'm sure that's already been done. Maybe it shouldn't be Aerosmith. Yeah, it's too late. It's gotta be Aerosmith. I'm back in the saddle again! Alright, go for early Aerosmith. So you get, there's two different endings here, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like Clue. You guys know about that? Yeah, but Clue, they just show you all the endings, don't they? No, not if you saw it in theaters. Well, I'm not 80 years old. <laughs> that movie had different endings, you know, like depending on what you know screen or theater you went to. Ugh, that sucks. I know. What if you keep trying to go like see a different one and then you accidentally keep seeing the same one? <laughs> there must have been like a a pattern. You know. I don't know. I've never seen that movie. It's fun it's watching right. it now because you you see how the endings get more and more outrageous. I would be so pissed if I just like saw the first one where it's pretty reasonable. Oh, there's more than two. I think so. I think it's like four. Anyways, this movie just has two. 
What are we calling it? A Executive Order. It doesn't seem like a superhero movie title. That's like a Harrison Ford movie. It does. Sounds <laughs> like executive things. decision. Yep. Because <laughs> it almost is. We could just call it The Wrinkle. I like The Wrinkle. It's classy. Alright. It's like The Shadow. But Or The Phantom. Mm-hmm. Both movies that no one needs to remember. Yep. <coughs> All right. I'll go next. I'm ready. Ooh. You're ready? Okay. I just don't want to forget it. <laughs> so I have two ideas. It's your basic, you know, kind of Smallville coming of age, you know, teenager gets his superpowers. But either, like, one, he just, like, doesn't figure out that they are superpowers ever. You know? No, I, I know. Do you know? He's just like, oh, maybe I can just hit a home run every time because I'm real good. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. But, you know, there's also, like, he like, rips his coach's hand off when he, <laughs> when he high-fives him. <laughs> or it could be, like, kind of Kind of the opposite. He uh, just re- like he knows he's got superpowers, but he just ain't trying. <laughs> he's just, trying to have superpowers or to like hide them. He's just not trying to do anything. He's just <laughs> super lazy. He's just like a teenager. He wants to sleep in until two every day. And... <laughs> this is basically, if Shad was a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Except he's like a huge stoner. Uh, okay. Maybe not. I, I I imagine this superhero is pretty cynical. It's like, what's the point? Oh, oh no, he's not a neck difference. And he's not like that cynical. He's just like kind of like he, like he's a redditor, you know. Still sounds he's like just, a neck beard. He's he's just trolling people. And I actually, the more I talk about that, the more I like that better. Or maybe it could be both. Maybe it could be one of each. That doesn't make any sense. So, were these guys born with superpowers, or did they grow into them? Or they give um, it to them in some sort of accident? No, I'd say they're either born with it or they grow into it. Maybe they were born with it, but, you know, puberty's a bitch, you know. That's the tagline. <laughs> Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. There's a group of people? No, it's just one guy. Oh, here's one guy. One guy has, is, like, cynical and has superpowers. But he's not, like, you know, real cynical. He's just, like, he's just a dick. How he's old is that like, guy now? Uh, we follow him through his formative years until he turns, like, maybe until he goes to college. Um, he has super. He has super strength. Yeah, he's got super whatever you want him to have. He's basically Superman. He's basically Superman, but he's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a teenager. I'm trying to think of what annoying things teenagers do. It's played by Frankie Muniz. <laughs> now, now, Frankie Muniz. It's like the dick. 30. Yeah, the price that looks like he's 15. 
Probably. So what's like what's a teenager's greatest like threat? It's like getting bullied. Not jerking it. Yeah, not jerking it enough. <laughs> not jerking it enough. <laughs> That's the conflict. <laughs> Is that? I guess it would make more sense to be the opposite. He's jerking it too much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that could be a conflict to a movie. So, like, when he like does that, like, does you know it? Uh-huh. Is that like how, give him more power or something? Maybe he's like we <laughs> <laughs> like superpowers. Wait, uh, if we go with the guy who uh, who doesn't know he has superpowers. Maybe he his superpowers get stronger the longer he goes without masturbating, but he's just jerking it all the time. So he like doesn't realize he's got these powers because he's basically forcing himself to live like a regular dude. That's kind of interesting. It's, it's like a battle against his own will. <laughs> and he's losing. <laughs> he's losing. Now, so would there be like a bad guy that's like trying to tempt him to do it? Or something? <laughs> like a mega bully? I don't like where this is going. Ferrari. <laughs> How are we going to so tastefully wait. show all this masturbating on screen? I, don't, I, I think we need to curb the masturbating. Okay. We were just trying to do something. Okay. Cut the masturbation thing. What do we have? We, we, we have don't a have to cut it. We just have to, like, that's not the main thing. <laughs> Call him Master Man. Master Man. I mean, it's just like, he's not trying to, like, grow up, you know? He's not trying. People are asking, like, what he wants to do. He's like, I don't want to play B&B. Yeah, it's all about ethics and game journalism. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he's, like, super Gamergate. So is this just, like, it's just him growing up then, right? That's the movie? Yeah, it's called Boyhood. It's like Boyhood, but if he's a superhero. It's just called Boy. Just called Boy? There is a is that actually the title? Boy. No, but the title is "It's Just Called Boy." <laughs> but there's, it's kind of like, uh, is it that Will Smith? Hancock. Yeah. Do we know that was it? Or was it a twist? What? That they were super pure. What was the? What was the twist? The twist was that he was like another... ancient aliens, and Charlize Theron <laughs> was also a superhero. Uh, and Jason Bateman was having none of it. What's new? Okay, so he's growing up. There's he's still dead. no conflict. Like, you can't have a character that's just like, I don't want to do anything. It's <laughs> not a compelling main character. He's got to fight somebody. Yeah, his mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Turns out his mom is like, you know... Ancient alien. <laughs> <laughs> <This> sucks. <laughs> Taking the worst part of Hancock and just copying it. <laughs> like this is just Hancock. They <laughs> do that. <laughs> it's just Hancock. That's the name. <laughs> they were talking about making that Hancock too. Maybe just reboot it. 
Um, ancient aliens, anything else she could be? Maybe, like, she knew, like, she's a bad guy, and she knew, like, the threat this kid could, this baby could cause to her evil plans. So she adopted him and raised him to be, like, just, you know, worthless piece of shit. Keep your enemies close. I like it. Yeah. And so then, but somehow he finds out that, like, his mom is, you know, up to no good. And, uh, What is she doing, though? Uh, she's trying to fuck shit up. She's encouraging like, his laziness? Yeah, she's, like, super, like, Nazi or something. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you mean literally Nazi? Super Nazi. Super so, Nazi. is that her? Is that her name? Super Nazi? <laughs> yeah, but see, the thing is, like, this kid's a dick, but he's not like racist. He's not a super Nazi. He's just a male rights advocate. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, we'll scratch that too. We're scratching so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard when the character's a dick to not make him a super dick. You know. Well, he's a, he's just a he's just a he's just a yeah. Or, you know? I get it. Yeah. yeah. Just likes to watch a lot of justice porn. You know. What is, what is justice? <laughs> justice porn is a subreddit where people post videos of like, this girl was yelling at this guy, and so he punched her. Justice. <laughs> okay. I can see like how he's into that stuff when he's like fourteen, but then he, he you know he matures through the movie. That's good. Just- I, I forgot that this is a multi-year journey. Oh yeah, and it's just called boy. Or it could be called justice. So when? So what's the trigger to making like him and his mom finally face off? Well, he finds out, you know, somehow like finds some old file cabinets or some bullshit, and finds out like what his mom's up to, and maybe you know sees a secret meeting, and so he like tells his friend, and his friend, I think his friend is you know the super stoner. And, and uh, he's like, "Whoa, man! You got, you got to use your powers, man." He's like, "I don't want to, because it sucks. <laughs> People are gonna like make me want to do stuff all the time." He's like, "Man, you got to do it, man." This is like having a hard time imagining what we're watching this guy do for like the first half of the movie before this happens. He's just playing funny superhero stuff. Going on he's running. using his su- yeah, he's using his superpowers to like super troll people and like go on Reddit. <laughs> go on Reddit, the one domain where superpowers can't help you at all. I thought there would be a movie that so much of it consisted of watching a guy go on Reddit. But he uses his superpowers and creative ways to, you know, troll people. And Reddit is just like, you see, he's not like on Reddit for a half hour of the movie. You know? He's, you just like notice that he's got like a Reddit thing in his room or something. Little alien guy. Can there be some scenes that are like from the computer's point of view, and we just see what he what like what's just going see him on? Just jerking it. Just see him. 
Yeah. I feel like we should tie, like, like something with the jerking it into the fact, like, maybe his mom's, like, always trying to keep him from jerking it. <laughs> because, like, that unleashes his true power or something. I like this part where he tries to, like, get with this girl, and she, like, stops him, because she knows if he gets with, like, another human, then some, like, super powerful thing will happen. Kaboom. Parents, right? Yeah. Like, he'll turn super sane, basically. Oh my god. <laughs> he gets laid. <laughs> the equivalent of super sane. I think a Nazi would be alright with there being more blonde-haired, blue-eyed people in the world. I just said the equivalent of super sane. I didn't say literally a super sane. <laughs> not just stealing an idea from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, well, stealing the idea, just not stealing the exact... It's been like 20 years. That idea is public domain by now. Plus, that just rip off of... I mean, at the Super Saiyan part, that just rip off of Superman. Not the Super Saiyan part. Not the Super Saiyan part, but the rest of it. Although, wouldn't it be cool if Superman did turn Super Saiyan? (laughs) Not really. Maybe if we were 10. (laughs) (laughs) How does this, like... So he goes... It ends like him, like... uh, Like, close to going to college... After right, he that's mom, about. I guess. <laughs> yeah. or, or does he like gra- So he's like graduating. And it's like around the time when he finds out about his mom. Like I assume it's right near the end. Like yeah, it's like it's like senior year. So like all of senior year, he's like, "How am I gonna kill my mom?" Yeah. I just want to jerk it. And then he's gonna maybe no. I was gonna say he's gonna give the the speech at graduation, but he sounds like a pretty bad student. I feel like it should be like he actually gets laid on prom night. <laughs> And then he go, goes super sane and kills his mom, I guess. <laughs> so that's what this movie is about. Yes, sounds pretty good. Alright. Dark. I'm, I'm ready to move on. What's a lot of GoPro what? shots, too. A lot of what? GoPro shots? People like GoPros. <laughs> sure. It's, it's filmed entirely in GoPro. Oh, great. Except for the computer webcam scenes. They like attach a GoPro to like his penis and there's like some shots. Oh, never mind. <laughs> That'd be so disturbing. Imagine that. I don't know where that's going. <laughs> Maybe at the end, instead of just like punching his mom to death, he uh, does the Matrix thing where he like flies into her and she explodes. And then, like, the, the good version of his mom is left. So we don't have to have a movie that's literally just a guy masturbates a bunch and kills his mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's not a superhero. No, that's a sociopath. I, I agree. That's a much better yeah, idea. Yeah, we, really, we didn't really go into, like, you know, how he uses... A lot of the movies, like, you know, him uses superpowers for hijinks. For hijinks, which is not heroic either. Well, yeah, but that's the whole point. He, in the end, he, like the whole point is he doesn't want to be heroic. He just wants to do his thing. Just do his thing. But, but you know, he ends up having to be heroic in a really sad way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because mom's yeah. evil. So yeah, he's heroic by the end. Mm-hmm. What's it called? It's just called boy. It's just called boy, but not not boy. It's just called Boy. Is that really the title? Uh, it's kind of confusing. There, there could be something better, probably. 
Was his name really Mas- Master Man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Master Man. Mas- Master Man. Like his name's Nathan. He calls himself Master Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, is that the name of the movie? <laughs> Master Nathan. <laughs> cool, it's like his name. It's like Kyle X Y. Exactly. Yeah, he definitely does have a belly button. Good, good. <laughs> is that all anyone knows about that show? <laughs> is that all you know about that show? That's all I know about that show. Maybe it's like a book or something. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't even know if he's like an alien. He's probably an experiment, right? Let's all just speculate. Let's not look it up. Yeah. All right. Well, if I was gonna write Kyle XY, I'd make him like a clone. Is this your movie, Shane? No. You want to no. hear my movie? Sure. Um. So. Mine takes place over over many years. Uh, so as we watch these uh, two parents uh, who, as a joke, try to uh, entertain their young daughter by uh, dressing up as superheroes for her fourth birthday party. They they dress up as uh, Papa Bear and Tiger Mom, which are just made up superheroes. Um, Tiger mom, like those really protective moms. That yep. Like in yep. Asian culture. Okay. <laughs> she could be Asian. Uh, Why not? Yeah. So Papa Bear and Tiger Mom just do it for a birthday party at first, but then they have these costumes and they're like, Well, we should do something with these, right? And so over the years, they start going out at night, and first they're doing things like uh, writing negative reviews of restaurants on Yelp, and <laughs> yeah, they work their way up all the way to <laughs> um, beating up a guy who stole a bike that's chained to a lamppost even though the guy who chained it there like took the tires like this guy's just stealing a bike body it's not a big deal like, it's just a dick move thing <laughs> they go and they beat the shit out of this guy <laughs> ouch and uh and that's uh when they find out that they have passed their initiation and are welcome into uh a world of, of superheroes and villains. Like all the movies these days, I guess. Yeah. Uh, except in this reality, they're all just concerned parents. This is a movie for kids just to, just, just to teach you that you, your parents are cool. Your parents are cool. So it's not like that cool. movie North or whatever where it's like, your parents <laughs> suck, get new parents. Yeah, the exact story. opposite of that. <laughs> okay. So it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, of course. I Meaning Danny Trejo's in there somewhere. He's like the babysitter. I'm just a babysitter, man. <laughs> he's he's gotta kick some ass at some point though. 
but you least expect it. Well, so I guess that means probably the dad is is Hispanic because we already know the mom's Asian. And I don't think anyone just hires him. <laughs> That's a Why not? Be related. He actually he actually had good reviews on whatever you review babysitters on. Babysit, and it's like an R. Babysitter. Yeah. He has really good reviews. He turned out to be a bad guy. Ooh, inside job. Operation inside job. So like a job. real bad guy, or like... He's just trying to like steal some money. <laughs> they have something prized in their house. Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Like, uh... I mean, obviously you're not talking about their child. Um... How about... It's um, just, just like some cube or something. <laughs> no, no, I want it to be something ancient. Like, yeah, ancient cube. Ancient. Okay, ancient the ancient cube. cube. <laughs> what do you do with the ancient cube, Nancy? What don't you do with the ancient cube? <laughs> uh, I, I would guess that the ancient cube is is it goes into something, or your mouth? Yeah, ancient. Hole. Okay, the ancient hole. <laughs> so, so when you put the, when you put the ancient cube into the ancient hole, uh, obviously something ancient happens. Uh, it's like a lot of earthquakes and shit. It's like a lot of earthquakes and shit. Okay, good. That's something I don't think my heroes are at all equipped to handle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna love to see how they get out of this one. Me too. <laughs> so what do they do? Just beat people up. Beat people and then review it. Yeah. Review. Do they keep a superhero blog? Or is that a bad idea? Oh yeah. Well, I mean that's a little kick-ass, but whatever. Oh, he did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's MySpace. Well, they do like Snapchat or something. Their hip parents use Snapchat <laughs> or something cool. Um, yeah, they have a Tumblr. They have a Tumblr. There you go. <laughs> Kickass is like MySpace, right? It's like, ugh. Yeah. That was dated when that movie came out. If they were still they using have a MySpace. Tumblr where they post pictures of people they've beaten up and also negative reviews of restaurants they've eaten at. <laughs> they never stop that. They always <laughs> go back to their first love of writing negative Yelp reviews. And Big Bang Theory gifts. Oh, just the best Big Bang Theory gifts. <laughs> okay, so they just get like a huge following on their Tumblr. Like, they become internet celebrities, basically. Yeah. But I guess at some point, I don't know, they just beat up the wrong dudes who have something to do with Danny Trejo's babysitter character yeah so at some point they're entering a larger world but also there's some stuff where Danny Trejo has the ancient cube that he stole from them <laughs> and he gets to put in the ancient hole where is this hole <laughs> is this hole in an ancient place is it in like some sort of Incan temple I feel like it's just resting on their mantle 
No, but the main, the well, hole, you got to you got to take it to some ancient place once you yeah once you grab where the it. ancient hole is. Yeah. Is it like an Aztec temple? Yeah, Aztec sounds pretty good. That's cool. Because like guys, then they don't have to go too far. They can if they're in the United States, they can just go to Mexico. Yeah, they got to yeah. cross the border. Maybe they just live in Texas, I guess, since it's Robert Rodriguez and he's all about Texas. He's definitely about Texas. Who stars in this? And it, it shouldn't be Antonio Banderas, right? He's yeah, in enough stuff. He's pretty old. Maybe it's time even for Robert Rodriguez to do it with someone new. Like Michael Pena, maybe? Is that that guy's name? That is that guy's name. Okay. You want him to be the star of the movie? <laughs> I don't know. He's definitely a co-star in him lots and of like, movies. Him and like Sandra Oh or something? Not particularly a That's a pretty good age gap between them. Lucy Liu? Yeah, all right. People like watching her kick ass. Except for Bill Murray. <laughs> what? Except Bill Murray. Because oh. he says she's just terrible. <laughs> she seems okay to me, though. Is that who we're going with? Michael Pena? <laughs> you got any Papa Bear? Better? No, no, no. There should, Papa Bear. There should be, uh, like, a big celebrity, like, a big celebrity in, like, a smaller part, though. Like how, like, George Clooney's in, like, one of the Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. It's one really big. But, like, in a small role. And you're like, what are they doing here? <laughs> I want people to question what they're seeing. <laughs> Why did he waste his time with this? George Clooney's pretty big. Is there anyone bigger than that? Like Will Smith, Brad Pitt, McConaughey. Or Danny Jr. What if Iron Man's in this for like a minute? As he's not playing Iron Man, is he? You don't want to tie it in. But it's like he's playing like a Tony Stark-ish character. Oh. Okay. Tommy Stork. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They just don't say his name. Maybe there's like this really annoying superhero like throughout the whole movie who wears like a big like robot type suit, but then the end you find out it's Robert Downey Jr. Whoa! And he's like hashtag awesome, and he flies away. <laughs> and they make a sweet gif of it and post it on their Tumblr, and it's their biggest post ever. Yeah, seriously, if you had a gif of Robert Downey Jr. in a fully functioning Iron Man type <laughs> suit, saying hashtag awesome and then flying away. This would be the most Huge. successful GIF of all time. If you could make money on GIFs, that would make you a kajillionaire. <laughs> that's a nice. That's a nice little joke end. I like that. So they're chase. Danny Trejo will like at some point like kidnap their kid and the cube. Wait, I guess he would need to take the kid. Yeah, but he, he needs that insurance anyway. That's all. His yeah, because like if like right. it, he like strapped the kid to his body like a. Bulletproof vest, <laughs> so they can't like beat him up. It's like, oh, you punch me, you punch your kid. <laughs> You're like he's it's got a us there. Fight scene. <laughs> That's the best to, like, punch fight scene. The kid. Michael Pena walking up to Danny Trejo with a child strapped to his chest. <laughs> Danny Trejo's like, you punch me, you punch your kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he punch the kid like a couple times on accident? <laughs> like, Ow. 
Like they Sorry. get into this like intense brouhaha, and he's like trying to be as careful as he can, but a few times he just like smacks, smacks his kid a little bit. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And it's like on top reason. of an Aztec temple. Okay. Mm-hmm. During an earthquake, maybe not during an earthquake. <laughs> oh, that's right. There are earthquakes going on. Because like the cube's like halfway in the hole. <laughs> so it's just like minor. Why do you think Danny Trejo wants to like wreck up the world? <laughs> Some sort of revenge. Cause the world wrecked him. Is he like have Aztec blood, and this is his vengeance <laughs> on the world? <laughs> Killing off all the Aztecs. Because he heard there's something like really great down in the Earth's core, and these earthquakes are the only way to get down there. <laughs> oh yeah. There should be like a scene where like he's finally like falling. He's like, I'm close to the core, but then he just like melts. Yeah. It's like is more yeah. power than he could handle. The core, and then that sounds like he drowned. But okay, he drowned in lava, like a lava ball. <laughs> So you get to see it. The kids have to close their eyes for that part. So <laughs> it just flashes on the screen. Kids, close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you see Spy Kids 3D and they're like, put on your glasses. And they're like, don't, don't look, it's gross. Oh, my God. It's super realistic. Super realistic. They all are these days. So <laughs> people like... Alright. Sounds like you got the movie pretty fleshed out. Uh, what's, what's this called? It's called Hop on Pop. <laughs> Papa, what is it? Papa Bear? And Tiger Mom? Mm-hmm. Bear and Tiger Mom. I mean, I guess it could just be called Papa Bear and Tiger Mom. Like Save the world. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Papa Bear and Tiger Mom. Uh, Colon, the far side of the world. Yeah. (laughs) Papa Bear and Tiger Mom, the far side of the world. You mean far side of the border. Far side. Far side of the border. (laughs) I can imagine this movie maybe existing. (laughs) <laughs> kind of seems like someone would make this. Anytime that happens with pitching tense, where you're like, this movie might could could possibly exist. Mm-hmm. That's always impressive. Because I don't imagine mine could exist. Are you guys ready for it? Let's make it exist. Okay. <clears throat> Zach Efron is fucking rich. Ooh, I hate it. <laughs> Go on. I literally said one sentence. I know. <laughs> Hold on, he's gonna learn a lesson. So. But first, he gets like laid all the time. He... Ooh. Sorry. Are, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. He inhales cocaine like it's oxygen. Makes fun of old people. He's addicted to children. So Zach, what about dogs? Dogs? He's kind of just indifferent to dogs. It's like whatever. It's not really. <laughs> You're just like whatever. <laughs> okay. So Zac Efron plays. Is that a scene? He's, he's a dog. Whatever <laughs> dog. <laughs> it's gotta be like a dog. Wait, that's the opening scene. The like credits are up on the screen. He's like getting out of his house. It's like really, really cute. 
Okay, so Zach Efron plays Daniel Duchesne, the wealthy son, <laughs> the wealthy son of the co-chairman of a successful land development company, and he's he's poised to inherit his father's position after his father dies. Um, despite the fact that Daniel's dad really hates his son, like really hates him, and Daniel hates his dad because his dad's like super boring, like Ben Stein boring. <laughs> Give me Ben Stein. There's got to be like a bunch of flashbacks with him being really boring, and it's like really hard to watch because it's so boring. They, they film those oh, scenes, but they're only on the, the like the special edition DVD, the boring cut. <laughs> Anyways, so Daniel gets to be co. His dad dies. He gets to be co-chairman of this land development company, and so he's like more rich. Um, and but we also get like a glimpse into his life that he like doesn't have like a lot of friends. Because he's an asshole and he's really shallow. And the closest he has to a friend is his secretary at his job, and that's uh, Judy Greer, she's a single mom. And uh, perfect. And she sees like deep down, like he's a he, he might be like a good person. He's just like his dad. He never got to spend a lot of time with his dad. Plus, when he did, his dad was so boring. So it wasn't that much fun. <laughs> so she kind of feels bad for him. Okay, so Daniel, he's the co-chairman of this company, and they're gonna. Um, I get. I say co-chairman because I want there to be like another guy in charge of the company as well, like his partner, who could, who's like an old dude who can like yell at him and still be disappointed in him. Who'd be a good older person who who would like mad? <laughs> There's a lot of them out there, you know. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be mad. You can just be like. Annoyed. No, I want full on rage with this guy. Well, you know, <laughs> but mad—that'd be good, I guess. He's pretty old. I like to imagine there's a universe where Ben Stein and J.K. Simmons can start a land development company. Okay. Okay. God, I would rather see that movie so far. Well, you you get that in the flashbacks. That's true. I'll, I'll watch the boring cut. <laughs> okay, so Daniel's been put in this place of power, and his first order is to break ground <laughs> at a new like housing community that they're building in like this super shady part of town. It's basically like super Detroit. Like they're gonna build, but they're gonna build like this nice area with like sweet houses and like lakes and golf courses. You gotta like show your social security number to even like get in there. And that place is called the Lawn. It's like super nice. So he's, he goes to this ceremony. It's like one of those things where, like, you wear the construction hat and you, like, put the shovel into the ground. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we're starting, we're open, we're breaking ground here. You know, like a, like a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Yeah, you need, like, a new property or whatever. Whatever, something like that. Yeah. So he's, he's, he goes to go do that, Daniel Duchesne. And big public event, and he does that, and he puts the shovel into the ground, and it, like, bursts a sewage valve, and so he gets all covered in, like, gross booby water, and it's really embarrassing, <laughs> everybody laughs at him, and he's, like, super pissed, like, so mad. Like, literally? Yeah, he, like, his pants, too. He's That's covered in pants. It's extra embarrassing. <laughs> so he goes to confront the foreman who was, like, in charge of, like, the construction and stuff, and that's Stanley from The Office, because... Cause he's funny. It's it'd be good to see him. Uh, I just I don't know. I just like I just like to imagine it, uh, Zach Efron chewing him out. So he goes and he yells at him and he like fires him. And Sam is really depressed and he's like, "Oh, you'll be sorry." And then later that night, 
Daniel's like all embarrassed, back at his mansion, getting drunk, and there's a knock at the door, and it's this woman, and she says that she was Stanley's husband, and that uh, he just went, like, since he got fired, he went home and killed himself. It's pretty sad, so if you can make it like a, like a funny way, like he drowned himself in a toilet or something, just to lighten the mood, because that's such a heavy way to set things into motion. There's no way you can make a guy killing himself after losing his job funny. Okay, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, just play it for some drama. Because it's like raining out, it's all stormy, she's at his front yeah. door, and she's like, oh, you know, he was such a great father, he's such a great guy, that's something you'll never understand. And then, like, lightning, like, crackles in the sky, and it's, like, really ominous, but he's like, yeah, whatever, it's some bitch. And, um... <laughs> He goes to sleep. This guy sucks. But then he goes to sleep, and he wakes up the next day, and things have taken a turn. And first, he notices that his like once super ripped body has gotten like kind of flabby, and his hair is like turned gray, and all of his well, kind of gray. Not you know, it just looks shitty. And all his clothes have been replaced by like cargo shorts and Hard Rock Cafe T-shirts. And he's got, he's basically got, if you guys are phenom, uh, familiar with the phenomenon of dad bod. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's become dad bod. He's basically, he's, he's been cursed. Just he wakes up and he becomes like a dad, basically. So he's like super uncool now. He doesn't understand technology. Uh, so like he'll like, he'll like go to a meeting and have like a PowerPoint presentation or something. And he'll like totally mess it up because he doesn't understand like, uh, you know, technology, and there'll be, like, maybe some, like, international investors, and he'll make really off-colored jokes. But, so he's got a lot of weaknesses, like a dad would, but he's also got, like, super dad skills. Like, he can fix anything. Like, maybe he's got, like, a super, like, he's got, like, his equivalent of the Batmobile, basically, which is, like, a super sweet RV. Okay, so that's his whole situation. Like, he's kind of struggling with, now that he's a dad, but then, like, all you see, this will come back to, like, how he had, like, a kind of a friendship with Judy Greer, and she's, like, a single mom, so that also gives him an opportunity to, like, bond or something. But then also, I haven't even int- talked about the villains. There's, these, there's this gang who's pissed off at the, the a complex being built over Super Detroit, and that's this, like, gang of people called the Kids. And they're all these young people who are pissed that they're building this super rich person place over their town. And they're led by this kid who I'm thinking should be Jaden Smith because he says a lot of weird stuff. And I think that could be funny. I think all his dialogue should be improvised. You know how he's always like, you know how some trees are blue? He just like says that all the time and you're not really sure what it means. And also his thing is like the reason he hates like adults especially is when he was young they like put him in these like he had this experimental dental procedure to put him in braces but they're like super intense and then the guy who like invented them like died something and he can't like get out of his braces like he can't take them off so his name's he's, he's brace face and he's like the leader of the kids and he's just like adults they like force us to do things and they take away our homes and like we're gonna fight back I mean, you know, obviously Dad Bod. I guess that's the superhero's name. I think Duchesne is now Dad Bod. You know, he sees, like, these kids are going to attack the lawn, and he's got to, like, kind of protect it, and he's, you know, trying to learn to be, like, a better dude. And I'm also thinking, like, 
maybe Stanley had a son, right? I like how you're just calling him Stanley, even though that's his character from The Office. It's not the actor's actual I, name. I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> it's like Leslie Baker? Leslie Baker Stanley has, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like, his son, I think, should be, like, um, like joins the kids, and then maybe, like, Dad Bod, like, kind of, like, meets that kid, and then maybe that becomes, like, his Robin, like, he recruits him. So maybe I should get rid of Judy Greer's kid, because he can't have too many kids. Or you could have two kids. Come, you know, maybe become a family man later. So. Even though that other kid has a mom, so that doesn't work. They both have moms. Anyways, so there's a lot at play here. I guess what I need from you guys is, like, I don't know, what are other things that dads have problems with that he could struggle with throughout the movie? Is there anything? Doesn't have the right screwdriver for the, uh, the thing he needs to screw in. I, I, I imagine but that it's like, be... But it's, like, my fault for some reason. I mean, it's weird. Dad! It's weird, because a lot of problems that dads face usually have to do with their family but this guy is just a dad without a wife or kid well he can he has his robin kid that's hanging out with him yeah so i guess that is tricky i was just i don't know what kind of stuff i was thinking of um i kind of have like a big chunk of the movie i just feel like there's probably some details missing maybe like he's he's got to get the the boat back on the trailer <laughs> I like that that part of the movie is like 30 minutes long too <laughs> no just just hold stop each, each each part of this movie is 30 minutes long so what like a really four mean? and a half hour movie I just like to imagine him and his sidekick who I imagine being that, that like that kid from role models Bobby Thompson whatever that kid's name is cause that kid's funny I imagine, like, uh, yeah, they're, he's like, they're always trying to do stuff, and it just, like, really slows the movie down. That stuff is definitely <laughs> in a boring cut. Like, like you're saying, trying to hitch the trailer. Like, that takes so long. Like, no, 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 back it up, back it up. Yeah, stuff like that. And there's also, like, the... There's also the romance mm-hmm. aspect in it, but he's, like, really corny, but... Jigger kind of likes him anyway, so they're trying to form some kind of bond. And like those, the kids, they keep invading the lawn. And I, the reason I call it the lawn is just so he can say, okay, you damn kids, get off my lawn. Um, some of them should have scooters, too. Scooter kids. Goddamn scooter, God scooter kids. <laughs> I want that line in there, too. I think just all of them ride scooters. Yeah, they all ride scooters. Instead of motorcycles. It's the kid version. They're really dumb stuff that they think is inspirational, but it isn't. It's really annoying. It's sent, that's like Dadbot's greatest weakness, his bullshit. <laughs> he hears bullshit and he like falls to his knees and he can't take it. Oh, and I also think it'd be cool like how I said there's like that shovel that had that sewage pipe earlier. There's like a sweet like finale in like an underground sewer system. That'd be cool, right? Maybe. Maybe it'd be cooler to have it like like he lawnmowers people to death. There should be a scene like that too. There's a lot of like options that have to do with like uh, appliances and like tools, kind of other stuff. Like that's his arsenal. Because he doesn't really have any great light bulb, but it's like really high up. Yeah, but it's like it's really important. 
And it takes a half hour. It takes a half <laughs> hour. <laughs> Let's make it an even five hours. We can split it up into half an hour episodes, put it out on HBO. We got ourselves a season. I love it. But it's automatically disqualified for Pitchington. What else you got? Which part of it made it disqualified? Sean wants to turn it into a five-part miniseries on HBO. (laughs) Still makes it a movie. It's just a long movie. Saying Roots isn't like a movie. It's called Pitching Tents, not Pitching Movies. It's Pitching Art. We should we should have gone with that much more boring name for our podcast, pitching movies. <laughs> <laughs> Movie pitches. Okay, I can't decide if the movie's called Dad Bod or Dad Bod Begins. <laughs> I think it's got to be Dad Bod. I, feel like, yeah. I think Dad Bod Begins is a prequel. Yeah, so then you can you can have sequels like right now. He actually has. I don't like, know a what could happen before this one. He's just him being a douchebag. <laughs> no, I'm saying like. <laughs> what do you mean? This is this is him be- becoming Dadbod. This is Dadbod begins. Yeah, so it should be Dadbod begins. I, yeah, that's what I said. Okay, we're in agreement then. <laughs> I never said that wasn't what it was. Okay. Uh. So I guess that's all our pitches. <laughs> There's some weird ones. Serious is so hard. Yeah, I mean they've made They're every single the movie. Well, John's was like mine, but the reverse. <laughs> yeah, they're both like older people problems. Yeah, You're going for that older demographic. Yours is more about like middle-aged problems. Mine is more about geriatric problems. You no, know, we got the problems of youth and the problems of being parents. Yep. Well, that's you know, superheroes gotta have problems. Those are good superheroes. I think we did that today. <laughs> So, I guess recapping, we had The Wrinkle, Master Nathan. Hey, I never agreed to that name. It's better than it's just called Boy. (laughs) But it's just called Master Nathan. (laughs) That's a good good compliment. It's just called Master Nathan. (laughs) What What was Sean's called? Papa Bear and Tiger Mom, the far side of the border. That's correct. Okay. And then uh, Dad Bod Begins. It's just Dad Bod Begins. <laughs> it, it's only Dad It's Bob only begins. Dad. <laughs> Got lots of good special effects. Dad's like special effects. Mm-hmm. Super realistic. Uh... Yeah, alright, I'll go with Dad Bod Begins. I, I kind of like Sean's The Papa Bear and Tiger Bum. Maybe I just like the part where they're fighting on an Aztec temple and there's earthquakes happening. <laughs> there's earthquakes. They can't really do much about and, and Danny Trejo's fighting with a ba- <laughs> with a child strapped to his chest. Yeah, this is a pretty good image. There's some good set pieces in that one. Michael Pena's fighting him and he's wearing a bear costume. <laughs> I'd like to see that scene. Just for the record, the way I imagine their costumes, it's like, 
he's like wearing like a bear costume, but you can like it's like one of those ones where you can still like see his whole face. So he's wearing like a uh, like a hamburger mask <laughs> on top of that. And then Lucy Liu, um, it's kind of the same deal. It's like a giant tiger costume, but it's like sexy somehow. I'll let you fill in the details. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good. You can go with that. Not right. Nancy never chimed in. Oh, I like uh, Jones. Hi! Oh no! I vote for myself so I can win! Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> I just like the idea of like half hour boring looking at trailers and stuff. That's the boring cut, mostly. Oh, people say it's the definitive version. With J.K. Simmons and Ben Stein just setting up a company. <laughs> oh, yeah. A good 75 minutes. Okay. Yep. So this has been Pitching Tents. You can find us on the internet at mildlypleased.com. You can subscribe to us and review us on iTunes. I'll talk to you with these guys next time.